justice, peace. Listener discretion is advised. Let's begin. Nine, Memphis, Tennessee. Number eight, Atlanta, Georgia. Number seven, Tampa, Florida. Number six, Cleveland, Ohio. Number five, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Number four, Charlotte, North Carolina. Number three, Spokane, Washington. Number two, Sacramento, California. Wait a second. That is my motherfucking city. What the fuck is this guy counting down? Hold on, I did not let you know. It is the top nine U.S. cities with the ugliest people. I'm going to say it again. The top nine U.S. cities with the ugliest people are who again, sir? Nine, Memphis, Tennessee. Number eight, Atlanta, Georgia. Number seven, Tampa, Florida. Number six, Cleveland, Ohio. Number five, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Number four, Charlotte, North Carolina. Number three, Spokane, Washington. Number two, Sacramento, California. And they said that the city with the ugliest people in America, Baltimore, Maryland. Nine, Memphis. Wow. Baltimore, Maryland beat us in the fucking ugly playoffs. So they are the Super Bowl champions of hideousness. Well, I disagree because uh, I live in Sacramento, motherfucker, and it's some bad bitches out here. But it's also some wombat-looking motherfuckers, too. You are now listening to another episode of the Justice and the Peace. Podcast. Let's begin. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you've been told, but this is the best pos- podcast that's out, man. Let me go ahead and tell you what the fuck going on in the world today, man. You already know. You already know I'm finna give you some shit that you don't want to hear, some shit that you don't want to smell. Listener discretion was advised at the top of this program if... You do not understand this, I have a potty mouth, and I use foul language. Those two things are different. Stick around long enough and hopefully you'll figure the difference out. But let me go ahead and tell you right now, don't you love it? Don't you love it when your kids understand their place in life? And this happens so not regularly. It happens so unregularly that when it does happen, you must document it. You take it at you take it and you you you, you wrap it up and you, you hold it close to your heart so you can remind them motherfuckers. Didn't I tell you you wasn't ready? Like this. Hey mama, hey daddy. This Janelle, I know y'all here because I see y'all cars out here in the driveway. I just want to let y'all know that I'm ready to stay in a child's place. So can I please move back in? I promise to do my chores. Like, I'm, t- I'm tired of being an adult. Mama, y'all, mama, daddy, answer the door, please. I know y'all in there. I know y'all hear me. Take your motherfucking ass back to where you came from. Yeah. Don't you love it? These motherfucking kids. And I talk about you children all the time because I was once a young motherfucker. I'm still a young motherfucker to somebody who's older than me. But, you know, for for, for, for this generation to be so much better than our generation, they sure don't have a motherfucking thing together. 
it seems like. Not a motherfucking thing together. But when they do acknowledge that they need your help and ask, then they feel good. Don't worry, children. You'll get to where we sit at one day when you'll be able to tell your kids, I told you, nigga, I told you this was what you were supposed to do. I mean, I don't know what else to say. On to other child news. In Fort Worth, Texas. Wow, this is some shit that you really don't even have to make up. In Fort Worth, Texas, a man stole baby Jesus from an outdoor exhibition in downtown Fort Worth. That's right. You know all of those crazy stories that were coming out of Florida? Sounds like they've migrated some of that shit over to Texas. Or maybe Texas has always been a little bit fucking crazy. And now we're just hearing more about it because people have migrated there since the motherfucking COVID. But this nigga stole a whole goddamn... Damn, excuse me, Lord. He stole a whole baby. Baby Jesus. You know, Talladega Nights isn't the same without Baby Jesus. And neither is this outdoor exhibition. I hope, I hope when he gets that Baby Jesus home and he gets comfortable in his house that he starts to hear baby cries. I really do hope that that motherfucker could hear a baby screaming and hollering every single time he gets comfortable. And then when he walks over to this fake baby Jesus, the baby Jesus is there. It's just there asleep. It's just there asleep, minding its mother. Just every time, you fucking baby thief. I mean, I do wonder what is he going to do with that baby Jesus? I hope it's nothing nefarious. I hope it's nothing sexual because you already know that these motherfuckers. Don't say that. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, dude. I'm. All right, man. Papa. Yes, man. Okay. All right, all right. Okay, well, he still stole a baby. That that don't matter. Does it matter? Shit. Anyway, I mean, what do you do? I was looking at some other shit. And I really don't even know if I want to scare the shit out of you motherfuckers with this shit. So maybe I'll save it for last and go ahead and let you hear this. You know, Australian TV, they look at things, every other country looks at things so much more different than it is that we perceive things. I want you to take a listen to this lady's love and dedication to her husband for their union of motherfucking marriage. Listen. Oh, hold on, hold on, baby. We were together for nine years and we had two little boys. But when our boys were six weeks old, my husband had a terrible accident. Um, it was a really, really hard time in my life. Um, he tripped and fell and landed in his co-worker's vagina and he's still stuck there. I was married. Wow. Did you hear what she said? First ladies, if you're listening, did you hear what she said? She said that there was an accident that happened in her marriage. Something life-changing. 
something that her husband tripped and fell into another vagina and he's been stuck there for two years. This can actually happen. We thought that it was a Martin Lawrence stand-up bit, but it wasn't. This shit actually happens. Sometimes you could be just walking in the mall. Sometimes you could just be skip to Maluin. Sometimes you, you might be jogging, getting some cardio in. And you don't have your footing right. And you trip. And you splash in the pussy. You ever seen two dogs lock, lock up when they fucking? Have you ever seen that? That's what I think is what happens when you trip and you fall into this pussy. You get the lock. Yeah, it, it just locks on you. You can't move. You can't wiggle. You can't do shit. It ain't funny. You don't giggle. This lady is going through something that most ladies go through all of the time, but she is taking it in a completely different mature way. I mean, what what can you do if he tripped and he fell and he landed in some motherfucking pussy and he'd been stuck there for two years? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Huh? Ladies, I have questions. What, what do you do? Huh? Would you share your man with somebody if he gave you everything you wanted? I share these men for less because they're going to go cheat anyway. They're going to go cheat anyway. So if I know for sure that he's going to give me everything I wanted, I will voluntarily share. Because we involuntarily share these men all the time. They cheat. My man probably cheating as we speak. I don't give a damn. I'm working. Literally. Literally. Like, what I'm going to do? Stop it? Yeah, we, we do I've been cheated on. You've been cheated on. You've been cheated on. The person who watching this, the person who comment about to get cheated on. If you've been cheated on, comment me. You share your man with. Ooh, let's break that shit down. What is she talking about? You share your man with somebody if he gave you everything you wanted. I share these men for less. Wow, would you share your man if he gave you everything you wanted? Now let's flip that on its side, like we, you know, we do to our ladies. At least us guys. I don't know what you other people do. But um, anyway, you know, would you let your man cheat if he gave you everything you wanted? Would you let your woman cheat if she gave you everything you wanted? Now, that question to me is no. The answer for me, I should say, is hell to the gnaw, to the gnaw, gnaw, to the gnaw motherfucking gnaw. No, bitch, are you crazy? I am stingy. I don't like to share. I'm at an age right now where when niggas say, match one, I be telling niggas to bring twice as much weed so I could roll my own blood with day weed. That's where I'm at in my life. But if you, so if you think I'm about to share my temple, <laughs> my, my, the place where I reside, ride, slide, and hide when it's time for me to get my jollies off. If you think I'm about to share that with another motherfucker for a couple of materialistic things, you are crazy. And I already hear some of you niggas in the background saying the pussy ain't yours, nigga. She gonna cheat anyway. But this right here is a hypothetical question, sir. This is hypothetically speaking. And hypothetically speaking, 
No, bitch. We're going to be broke together. We're going to suffer together. We're going to go through all of this shit together. And I don't give a good... Don't say that. Okay, listen. We're going to be in love. And I don't think that you sharing your God-given goods is going to work well with my psyche in the future, okay? So I'm not with this shit. But on the other hand, if you my side bitch, and I don't even have one of those. God, I'm old. But if you my side bitch, I don't give a fuck what you do. So maybe this applies to them niggas. These bitches don't care. As long as they get everything that they want, nigga go do whatever it is that you do. How under does that include, can a nigga give you STDs? And if he can give you STDs, what STDs can he give you? Uh, can he give you something that you gonna carry around for the rest of your life where you gonna have residence on your genitals? Is uh, I don't understand this, but I do respect it. And at the same time, I love every single body involved. What can you do? I'm not gonna do shit. I'm not gonna do shit. What else did she say? They gonna go cheat anyway. They gonna go cheat anyway. So if I why we gotta always go cheat? Y'all ladies is the ones who be cheating and taking secrets to your, to your grave that you don't have to address in front of Jesus, that you don't have to talk to with Yahweh. Some of y'all got chapters in your book that people don't even know exist, except for you, the other person, and God. And if you don't know where this is going, I know for sure that he's going to give me everything I wanted. I will voluntarily share. Well, bitch, I'll give you everything you want. But you can't be my main bitch. Uh-uh. Because we involuntarily share these men all the time. And you're going to keep sharing niggas. Just like niggas going to keep sharing you. Come on, let's be adults here. They cheat. My man probably cheating <laughs> as we speak. That's right. Me and that nigga just left the bitch house. I don't give a damn. I'm working. But they... Well, let us know when you leave there so we can have that nigga back at home with the house clean like a motherfucking square. Now, if you don't know that voice, you must not listen to my Sunday sermons. There's only a few of them. I make fun of these pastors and these preachers or these con men, as I like to call them. You know, people who have memorized a book and then they prey on other people's faith or fear and what they do is extract money and with that money they say that Jesus or Yahweh Jah, God Jehovah has instructed them to walk in the finest of linens to step with the best of shoes on their fetuses one of these motherfucking con men got jacked up. And when I mean jacked up, I'm not talking about beat up. I'm talking about jacked up by the police. Bishop Lamar Whitehead. He was arrested. It's the same guy who I talked about yesterday. You know, he says just because you was arrested, it doesn't mean that you was guilty. This is very true, sir. But with you... We know you guilty, nigga. You actually, you didn't even dress it down, did you? 
How much money have you taken from your congregation? How many lies have you told to the nation of supporters that have paid your motherfucking rent? Pay for your whole ensemble of clothing, your wardrobe, your belts, your buckles, your shoes, your car, and your motherfucking mortgage. What do you have to say? Hold on, bro. You talking too low for here, bro. Bro, you're talking too low for here, man. Yeah, let me see. Let me stop the music so we can hear with this ordained minister. This this merchant of mercy, deliverance from the Savior. Let's see what he has to say. Yeah, or you set up your church. Everybody believed it. Now we're here. Now we're here. Now we're here. The bishop was arrested, and everybody's coming up with all type of opinions and advices. But I'm going to tell y'all today that the bishop is not guilty, and I'm going to fight it. I have the right legal team. Okay. Now, I haven't heard this. So before, I, I don't even want to listen to this shit again. It's too low. So you have the right legal team. Let me think. Most people who get jacked up in the motherfucking legal system don't have money for a legal team. Where did you get your money if you do not have a job? Maybe, oh, that's right. The old people. And more importantly, I have God. I have a family. My church family is strong. And I want y'all to understand this smile ain't going nowhere. What he is saying is that I have obtained so much money from you stupid motherfuckers that I can afford a legal defense that you cannot even understand. I ain't going nowhere. This smile ain't going nowhere. If anything, that money that's in your pocket, that's in your wallet, that's in your price, that's in your bank account, that's in your children's piggy bank. I'm coming after that shit too, nigga. Don't get it twisted, nigga. I'm the motherfucking passer. You think this is, nigga? Come on, bruh. <laughs> Where what happened to be humble? What what happened to that? Huh? I, it, it, it's obviously it's it's gone. I mean, what the fuck can you do? I mean, moving on. Cause I can't stay anywhere for too fucking long. I mean, with the pastor shit going on and with the ugliness in Sacramento, let's talk about some ugliness that's going to be spreading throughout our country. Coming the first of the year, the countdown has not ceased. I stopped putting the days up on my podcast thumbnail, but we're still counting down. In January 1st, it looks like it's going to be ugly. Now, I'm reporting this from somebody who I follow. I have not checked with this guy to see if I can use his name. But I am going to report to you what it is that he posted on his shit. It says, I hope New York, I hope NYS, New York State residents realize what is happening under their noses. January is going to be ugly. It says on January 5th, the legislative session begins. Here's a snapshot of just a few of the bills that are looking to be passed in New York State. The Assembly Bill AB 378. Assembly Bill AB 378 is a forced COVID shot mandate to attend school. 
That's right, force, co- force COVID shot mandates to attend schools. Bill A279 a backslash S75A that forces all adult vaccine records into the state database. So they gonna know if you took they shot, nigga. Bill A7 829 slash S6495 is a forced COVID shots for college. Mm-hmm. Y'all niggas ain't exempt neither your college students. Bill A2240 slash S45 is forced flu shots to attend school and preschool daycare. The assembly bill A8398 eliminates religious exemptions for work and college. So you Muslim, you can't pray. You don't eat pork, you will today, nigga. That eight, eight. That bill eliminates religious exemptions. Bill A3 a 3091 s S3041 eliminates parents' consents to shots when a child reaches 14 years of age. So at 14 years old, a child now has the mental mind state to dictate whether or not they need shots. Interesting. Bill A822-S931 Eliminates the parents' rights to consent to STD shots for children of any age. It eliminates parents' rights to consent to STD shots. So your kids run around there with the clap. Clap. I mean, what do you do? All right, an assembly bill AA416 allows the governor to imprison without trial anyone she considers a threat to public health. So New York State, I don't know if anybody in here or on, on, on my feed or, or any of my pieces listen from New York, but my niggas tighten that shit up. Cause it looks like they about to put some serious motherfucking restrictions out there and it's already a restricted environment from what it is that I understand if you get caught with a gun out there you facing some serious time but now if you don't follow these mandates that have now been issued by the governor and these mandates they vary so far so few and so in between from forced COVID shot mandates to uh, forced uh, vaccine records to shots for college students, forced flu shots, religious, uh, 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 it eliminates religious exemptions, it eliminates parents' consents to shots, and it also eliminates the parents' right to consent to shots for STD. So if your kid is fucking, fuck. I mean, what do you do? I mean, what, 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 what the fuck do you do, man? It's getting ugly over there in New York, man. It's getting ugly. And since we're in New York, I might as well stay there. Because a New York state of mind is, is, is needed for, for, for this new this new thing that's going on. I mean, Ye has dug himself a fucking hole leading to the liquid hot magma at the center of the earth. I don't know if he's going to be able to climb up out of this one. More news for Ye is that Pusher T has stepped down as president of the record label. 
And he also revealed that he ain't even talking to this nigga. Now, this is coming to you from Hollywood Unlocked. And Hollywood Unlocked is reporting that in an exclusive interview with Double XL, the rapper opened up where he stands with his longtime friend and collaborator following Ye's latest rants that have seemingly gotten him nearly canceled. Wow. So he said, nigga, you got too much heat under your ass for me. And I ain't fucking with you. It's that simple. Oh, okay, okay. So Pusha says, while speaking with the outlet, Pusha T claims that Kanye West actually stopped speaking to him because he disagreed with Wade with Ye's wild views. He's not speaking to me now. And if you and if you ain't with it, you ain't down. Pusha simply explained. And I ain't with it, and I ain't budging on that. I'm not with it. Speaking about Ye's recent viral anti-Semitic and anti-black comments, Pusha added at the end of the day, shit's being said today that's beyond disappointing. It's beyond that and it's nothing to tap dance around. It's wrong, period. But to me, it's just me and him having a difference of opinion yet again. Because we didn't had this for years. <laughs> Big up to Pusha for not dragging him any more than he had to. Because he could have said, yeah, man, I saw that shit. Fuck yay. But he didn't. He said, me and this nigga get into it all the time. It's just this time. Too much, my nigga. Way too motherfucking much. You know what you shouldn't have did? Don't say that. Yeah, like my grandson said, don't say that. Wow, boy. I mean, this is something uh, uh, that I'm documenting. Not out of fun to see what's going on with Brother Ye. But it's just something to be fucking observed. Now, since we're talking about Kanye, you know, a dope producer with, with genius mentality when it comes to musical skills, I did use the word dope. So let's talk about dope. No, y'all motherfuckers ain't ate my motherfucking dope boy, man. Y'all got dope every fucking why. Now this right here is special. If you're a drug dealer, or if you're a drug user, if you're a drug transportationalist, whatever you do with your drugs, remember, dogs like drugs too. Every animal that I know of fucks with drugs. This guy's dope was eaten by his two little pugs in his car. Listen. Ain't my goddamn dope. Now you finna be up here looking stupid as fuck. Oh, dope and pregnant. Whoa. My nigga. My guy. Them babies. It's gonna be some energetic. What kind of dope? What what did you leave in the car with your dogs? What what do you smoke? Or what is it that you selling? Because the shit that I see in this video is undescribable. It looks like bammer weed or uh dirty meth. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that shit is, boy. What is that? Look at me! Queen! I say, look at me, goddamn. Where one of y'all smoke my dope? This nigga talking to his dogs like they about to, you know, it wasn't me, it was a uh, queen I didn't. 
But one of y'all got my dope. Got dope everywhere in this motherfucker, man. Nigga dope everywhere. Police pulled me over going to goddamn jail. Dope is every goddamn well, man. What type of shit is that, honey? I know you done it. So it's honey and queen. Queen honey. Somebody gave this man some fire-ass sex. She's probably a red bone bitch. Hence the, hence the name Honey. And when he busted the nut, he probably told her that he loved her and that she was his queen. And after she fucked the shit out of him, I think she left him. And the only replacement that he could get was these two dogs, Honey and Queen. And they happen to be dope heads. I know you done it. No, y'all motherfuckers ain't ate my motherfucking dope woman. They ate your dope, nigga. Your dope gone. <laughs> what can I tell you, man? All right, I'm about to get the fuck up out of here. I got two stories left for you, motherfucker. So stay with me. Two more stories. Now, I was talking about Florida. I'm going to circle back around there. A Florida New details reveal how police say a 17-year-old suspect brutally attacked his mother in a report from the Cocoa Police Department. Detectives say he stabbed her several times and hit her in the face with a frying pan. The report states when police arrived, the victim took a breath and stated, did this. According to the police report, a friend of the suspect tried to get him to stop the attack. He then drove off in a Kia belonging to his mother, picking up his girlfriend. The friend who witnessed the attack and also another teen followed them in a Jeep also belonging to the victim. Police were able to track the defendant by pinging his cell phone. Once located, investigators say he refused to stop and led law enforcement on a high-speed chase into multiple counties. Eventually, they crashed while exiting I-95 where the suspect was apprehended. Detectives say that while interviewing the suspect, he admitted to stabbing the victim multiple times with a pocket knife that he carries around. He struck the victim in the head until the frying pan broke. And as to why he did it, the suspect advised that he was upset because his mother was constantly on his case about cleaning his room. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck? He has one prior arrest for criminal mischief from earlier this year. In Brevard County, Scott Heidler, West 2 News. Let's go over it again, y'all. New details reveal how police say a 17-year-old suspect brutally attacked his mother in a report from the Cocoa Police Department. Detectives say he stabbed her several times and hit her in the face with a frying pan. This nigga right here, this wigger, this little ungrateful little motherfucking kid right here. This nigga stabbed his mom seven times and then smacked her in the head with a frying pan until the motherfucker broke because she asked him to clean his nasty ass room. What the fuck is going on with these? Okay. What is going on with these children? Where is his dad at? Where the fuck is his dad at? She need a boyfriend, y'all. She needs some dick in that house. It's that simple. This little nigga stabbed his own mama several times and broke a fucking frying pan over her head. And then when the police showed up, did you hear what they said? The police said that the nigga said that this white motherfucking kid said, and listen, white people, he's white. You're white. 
You didn't choose your skin, but it's the skin of winners. So get over this story, all right? So this motherfucker stabbed his mom several times, beat her in the head with a frying pan, and sat and waited for... No, he didn't wait. This nigga went full Grand Theft Auto, right? Smacked her in the head, jumped in the Kia, picked up his little bitch. Yeah, she's a bitch. No lie. Little young lady, if you're listening to this, you are queen bitch. If this motherfucker picked you up and just told you that he stabbed his mom several times and broke a frying pan over her head and you still got in the car, y'all deserve each other, babe. It's that, what, what else can I say? Y'all deserve each other. Shit. Then these motherfuckers go on a grand theft auto high-speed chase until this motherfucker crashes trying to get off the freeway. Now, if this is the type of behavior that a person like this is doing at 17 years old to their own mother, do we want this motherfucker walking around in society? Is rehabilitation even possible? Why is it even a fucking question that we have to ask each other? Are some people fucking crazy? If this nigga don't want to clean his own room at home, what's gonna happen when his supervisor tells him to do something that's not on his task list? What's gonna happen when his wife say that she don't want to get this nigga no fellatio? What happens? Lock him up. Convict Island. Coming to Alcatraz near you soon. Convict motherfucking island. Get the parachutes ready. Get the care packages prepared. We got a we got a bed for you, you little dirty motherfucker. It's some dirty ass shit, man. I ain't seen my mama since I was six years old. So when I see stories like this, I have a special, a special kind of hatred for little stupid kids like this. You a dumb motherfucker. You is a dumb motherfucker and you ain't even you probably ain't fucked no mothers yet because you ain't got no kids all right and with this last story you know um i don't have anything bad to say about uh angela means you know who that is don't you that's the lady felicia from friday right now she's been gone out of the mainstream media spotlight for some time. I haven't seen anything with her, um, you know, flipping up on too many things, but she came back. I would say about two months ago, I started seeing her um, resurface with how it is that she felt Felicia, the crackhead in, in Friday, was being treated. You know, the, 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 the NPC, you know what an NPC is? The non-playable character. In your video games, you know the motherfuckers who just like walk around in circles and say, oops, sorry, oops, sorry, oops. She was that in Friday. Yeah, she 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 held a big part, but the storyline wasn't based around Felicia in Friday. But Angela Means has been making this, this, uh, uh, she's been making her rounds, reminding people of Felicia, and finally. We've come to what it is that she wants and why it is that she keeps talking about Felicia. Angela, could you please let us know what that is?
I want to see. I want to see a. I want to see a Netflix series called Felicia. Really? You never saw Felicia doing drugs. She wasn't a crackhead. She just lost. And everybody lost ain't a dope fiend. Everybody lost is not a dope fiend. They've been telling Felicia bye for thirty years. When y'all gonna say hi, Felicia? Bye, Felicia. The f y'all gonna say hi, Felicia? I got you. Bye, Felicia. Ain't nobody been trashed for 30 years. Don't. Well, Hitler's been trashed for 30 years. Y'all want to know Felicia's story? Don't. Nope, I don't want to know her story. Y'all want to know how she got here? Nope, I don't want to know how she got there. Don't. Don't all of y'all know a Felicia? Yeah, I know a couple of Felicias. I won't use their names on this podcast. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Ha, ha, ha. We know who the fuck you are. A bunch of Felicias? I want to see, I want to see a, I want to see a Netflix series called Felicia. Now, let's go over it, over it, over it, over it again. Oh, I'm almost out of here, y'all. Bear with me. This is the last one. Let's go over this shit. You never saw Felicia doing drugs. Well, you didn't have to see her doing drugs. Did you see what she had on? Did you see what she was wearing? Do you remember her scratching her motherfucking ass? So unladylike. Do you remember her asking, could she borrow a whole car? Do you remember that? I do. Do you remember that shit? I remember that shit. Wasn't a crackhead. She just lost. Okay, she may. Okay, now let's say. Let me. Let me go ahead. And, let me. Let me retract what I just said. Let's just say she wasn't a crackhead, and she was lost. Unfortunately, what society has taught us is that you don't have to be a crackhead to be lost. But a lot of motherfucking crackheads are lost. They looking for the next rock, motherfucker. What is you talking about here? Now. Are you going to say, are you trying to address that Felicia has some mental issues? Because to me, it sounds like you haven't fleshed out this idea completely. And everybody lost ain't a dope fiend. Everybody lost is not a dope fiend. They've been telling Felicia bye for 30 years. We and we're going to keep saying bye. Who wants to see Felicia clean her life up? Get her kids back from CPS. Get on Section 8. And then follow the white man's rule. Who wants to see it? Who wants to, who wants to sign up for that shit, huh? Oh, wait. Hey, there we go. There we go. We all want to see that, right? We want to see Felicia succeed. Man, fuck Felicia. Real shit. Uh, I'm playing. Y'all gonna say hi, Felicia. Y'all gonna say hi, Felicia. I got you. Hey, man. Do you know what the hardest thing to do is? Let somebody live with you. Now, I want to ask Angela Means this question. This one question right here, and then I'm getting the fuck off my podcast. If you knew Felicia the way that it was that she was presented to us in Friday, could she come stay with you? Could you go to work and leave her in your home? And not worry about nothing disappearing. I'm just asking because I don't trust that motherfucking bitch. I don't trust that lost individual with my stuff. Grandson, my guy. It's time. Okay. Well, 
that's all I have to say about Felicia. And I hope she does get her life together in that uh, made-up world that it is that Ice Cube created. I hope Felicia does find herself and um, I hope that she doesn't have a substance abuse problem. All of the great things that it is that she deserves, I hope it is that she finds before she finds another motherfucking rock. I mean, what, what else? Yeah. What else could you do? Like I said, man, this is justice. And this is a justice in the peace podcast. Podcast production. All of these shows are shot in one sitting. They're recorded in one sitting. No editing. None of that extra shit. I might have to stop and re-record, but no editing. All names have been... Uh, 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 names have been something to protect the innocent. I haven't figured out that shit yet. But yeah, man, everybody's safe over here. Do whatever it is that you need to do to get through as long as you don't hurt nobody in the process. You good with me, man. Every single one of these shows is dedicated to my mother page. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left or until I meet death. I love you, mama. I miss you, baby. Now, um, a like would be nice. A subscribe would be great. Always remember that sharing equals support. It's more valuable than your dollars. Uh, what else do I got to say? I'm on all three platforms. You know, the old ones, Facebook, Instagram, and, uh, what is it? Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Justice Peace Pod on Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I got to get out of here, y'all. I got shit to do. You know, I, I got to, I have, this is my other job. I have another job besides this job and another job besides that job. Life is a job. Remember that shit. So show your ass up and get ready for motherfucking work. You know, this is justice. And this is another Justice and the Peace podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I love you, but fuck you. Peace. I mean that. Fuck you.